happy Monday. Today I have some secret sauce for you. And we will go inside. We were talking about growth and how to get the best material. Stay tuned. Come inside. So today we want to talk about in business, how you want to start and where you want to end up. In business, as Pablo Picasso says, good artists copy great artists steal. Well, you can notice in his painting, obviously he didn't steal brush stroke to brush stroke, but he built on the ideas of people who were before him and people who in his time were very skilled at what they were doing. So in business and in life, you have to learn and you have to copy from those who have already gone through the journey and has the talent that you have not fully developed yet. So it always beg that you follow first and based on what the teaching is, you can use that as your foundation. And from that, you can spring your ideas. Most people, they say when you live with less than 75,000, you're living in the scarcity bracket. This was a research done by some an American. And most of us are living this way. Charlie Munger said, avoid extremes ideology because when you are trying to come up with your next idea it's not good to be super innovative because then your present environment or the economy has not reached up to that level where they can appreciate your work you can have these imagination of course but there are seasons for it. A lot of ideas that are big today were dreamed up decades ago. So you can have like a bank of ideas. But take care of the season and know when to release what. At the same time, you have... The other extreme is when you copy everything. That doesn't work for you either. Because if you never had any original thought, then you can't necessarily be recognized as an artist or an expert. You're just another copycat. And this is not necessarily, it depends on your aim in life, but this is not necessarily sustainable if you want to have generational wealth. So it's enough to innovate, 
where you have a balance, where it is new age, but still where your consumers can relate. Because if they don't understand what you have, or if they're fearful of your technology, then they won't buy. So this is how you have to think about the current situation. And you have to think about where you are in the world because what is innovative in another country is not necessarily innovated yet. Some countries are, say, months behind, years behind. So you have to know where you are and what you can share in a particular country or state. And always, it's good to start in a small market, generally a niche market. When you start in this market, you don't have a lot of competition and it's easier to dominate because like with perfect competition, there is a lot of competition with other companies who eventually seem to be offering the same good and they would basically have their good being commoditized and lowest cost is what wins. But competing on the lowest cost, it's not the best way. If you have the ability to monopolize and take a bigger part of the market, for example, say Google, Google doesn't offer as much, for example, as an airline offer in terms of value. However, Google per dollar makes way more than an airline. So they don't, the airline doesn't get the opportunity to gain back some of those values in monetary terms because they have been commoditized in the perfect competition. So they're just shooting for the lowest cost. While this is not the case with Google. You can offer value and you should offer value, but offering value without much return, it's not necessarily the best situation for businesses. So know your season and uh, know what season to put out which idea. As Charlie Munger says, step by step we get ahead, but not in large spurs. For example, Alexander the Great, like he conquered the world, but he did it city by city. Facebook was the same. Before you had Meister, Friendster, all these other things. Facebook was basically an idea built off those that was already. But they had dominated the world. They had, they had exposed themselves to the world. And what Facebook had done was first to start at a college. Then they expand to other universities. Then to city, to global. So that's the only way you can know the needs of your customers. 
and have more of an intimate relationship and know how to cover those shortcomings. If you start small, you can see what is needed. But MySpace, they went so big that they didn't have time to really see what was missing. So companies like Facebook could have just easily come in, which they did, and they just dominated the market because they understand their consumers. So we need to think about this because for every startup, it's best to start in a very small market so you'll be able to capture more value you're able to get more value in terms of monetary and you will avoid the perfect competition of marketing. Now think about this and apply it to your everyday life. This is Nicole. See you tomorrow. Bye. So today we um, brief about starting in the market and how to approach it. Starting in like the blue oceans of market, niche market, build slowly to know the hiccups in your market so you can monopolize and gain more value in terms of monetary. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you tomorrow. Ciao.